I feel like it's important in the pursuit of understanding this place that we don't confuse someone on a job to someone with a goal. This city runs on jobs. A few gold for this and that. A lot more gold to undo who and what. But at the end of the day, that's just winning bread. It's really eye-opening to learn that there are more than a few folks who will sell their own body and blood for the right price. Nothing against those that do. Hell, some of my best friends. But it's the people with a goal. The ones who work fueled by passion. Not a payday. They don't get tired. They don't have regrets. Most importantly, they can't be bought. The only thing that can stand in their way are those whose passions run hotter. Blood has been shed in the Sanctuary Tavern. Old instincts are starting to fire. The weight of survival hangs like a heavy, wet jacket on your body. And these gnolls are not fucking around. At the beginning of their turn, the leader will once again take two attacks, one at Vivian and one at Wiley. And he's got advantage. Yes. <laughs> this time he's foregoing his bite to swing again with his big, bludgeony, sharp weapon. The first attack at Wiley will have advantage, making that well over a 20. Hey! Ugh. You are going to take for me uh, seven points of slashing damage reduced to three. Hey. And Vivian, the roll coming in at you is a 19. That hits. For nine points of slashing damage. Even with the dagger buried in his belly, he's just wailing back and forth one side to the other with an incredible amount of strength. Chunks of table are starting to fly off with the impact of his blows and the chair legs are buckling under the impact of your weight. Bring it on, jackal nips! I'm gonna cut those little pepperonis off your tits like you wouldn't believe! Pepperonis. <laughs> jackal nips. The one who got badly bludgeoned in the face by your fencing club. Hell yeah. <laughs> My delicate, nimble club. Uh, is going to use one of his attacks to wrap his arms around you and pull you up out of the chair completely. Roll me an opposed grapple check, please. Ooh, I'm going to use my acrobatics for this. I got a 21. I got a 23, baby. Ooh. 17 plus 6, bring it on. So he wraps his arms around you, but you've learned different kinds of escape techniques. The cop training and grappling is very thorough. And you slide out of it before he manages to squeeze the air out of your lungs. He will still follow it up with a bite. But he was planning on doing it with you being restrained. Ha! Huh. That is a 23 to hit with his bite. Oh, that's going to hit. Five points of piercing damage. That's all my temporary HP. Mm. Feeding him as much shoulder pad as possible. Fine, chew on that. The knoll who made his way in from the back charges forward, making his way to the table, looking for the nearest target, which just so happens to be Vivian. Coming at you with a two-handed strike. God, these rolls are rolling so fucking good. <laughs> I was like, this first fight's going to be hard, but the dice are even more in favor of that. Uh, you are going to take from me 10 points of slashing damage. And then a bite. The bite misses. The first of many, hopefully. The one who is currently restrained inside of the net is going to attempt to break free. Mm -hmm. What is the DC for that? A DC 10 strength. Okay. He's strong. He big dog. Natural 20. Oh. <laughs> but is restrained. Wow. So disadvantage. Yep. Oh, good. Noted. 
19 on the dial. <laughs> Jesus. That's good. The jackal napes have luck on their side. He takes this thing off like a bathrobe. It slides <laughs> off of him casually, like, like hyena Jesus extending his palms outward. <laughs> he pulls a heavy club off of his belt and brings it down on the trash can in front of him. It is an action to break the nut. A full action? Okay. Okay. He has, Did you say it's a full action to bust a nut? <laughs> to bust Sometimes nut. it's a lot more than one action. All right. He will not be able to use his club, but he will attempt to bite this thing. Mm. Takes me at least six seconds. That's a big miss. Yeah, I didn't even break a 10. He gets a mouthful of trash and he regrets it immediately. <laughs> Just a coagulated bean ball. <laughs> You're all, a coagulated bean ball. That's all I'll say. It's just a beanie baby stuffed with black beans that have been rotting in the sun. Let your imagination grow wild. Refried beanie baby. <laughs> oh, Satan's empanada. Um, <laughs> the collector's item. Next up, we have Vivian, the thoroughly smacked. Coughing up blood, Vivian utters, you son of a bitch. And I'm going to try to grab this knoll by the throat. The one that just charged up. Okay. I hope I hit. This is a third level vampiric touch. Ooh. Hell yeah. Oh, oh my God. I have been out of the adventuring loop for too long. Oh no. <laughs> 13. That just misses his AC. Oh, oh my gosh. It's a little shy. Good thing it's a concentration spell. That's true. Mm -hmm. your, your fingers still tingle with the necrotic hunger. You can touch vampirically until you lose concentration. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, you get those fingy tingies. Mm -hmm. You stick around. Hell yeah. Would you like to do any kind of movement despite the fact that you're between a Noel Oreo sandwich? <laughs> no, I, I can't afford to get hit. I've, I've got like a hit left in me, so I'm going to end my turn. Corporate life is rough on the, the hit points. <laughs> that brings us to Din. Shaking his head and clearing the stars from his eyes, Din is going to use his bonus action to second wind. Ooh. For 10 health. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. I'm almost at full HP. Focusing on the moment after catching his breath, Din is going to look at the rest of his allies and say, we've been in tougher scrapes than this. Pull together, team. I'm going to action surge and launch out with four attacks. All righty. All clubbing? All clubbing. Wow. All non-lethal. The first two are going to be at the knoll in front of me that I've been fighting with. Okay. Ooh. The lowest says 16, and then a 24 versus his AC. Uh, 16 and 24 both hit. Fantastic. 18 damage to him. He's still standing. Son of a bitch. All right. Well, I got one more with his name on it. All right. 18. That hits. For seven damage. He stares you in the eyes, and the bloodshot fades away. The drool splatters to the ground, and he tips over backwards unconscious. Several fractures surely on his skull. One down, the rest of the pack to go. As I'm going to spring over the table toward the one that Vivian is engaged with. Okay. And give it my final smack. I like it. That's a 23 versus its AC. All hits with the action flurry. Four fucking spot on hits <laughs> for 10 damage. Dang. That was it's like a thick turn. It's like yeah. the cop had, you know, constant combat training. Huh. It's yeah. uh. Who are you practicing hitting people with sticks with? It's know? unnecessary force. He gets, oh. he, gets he gets daily <laughs> practice beating thugs with a cop. Oh, there you go. 
Uh, next up in the initiative is Vernon. I do believe I will need a stronger net. At which point he will open up a, a compartment, pull out more spider silk, but this time attached to the sides are little Maudron fingers. Oh no. Still <laughs> curling and uncurling. They're on auto auto pinch. Yeah. I gotta get my touchy net. The forever finger march, you know, or whatever it's called. <laughs> I'm going to cast ensnaring strike mm. and then throw my net. Same guy? Same guy who is now my favorite foe since I struck them. Okay. And I am sharp shooting, sharp netting. <laughs> oh, that's what is this character? <laughs> Look. It's sharp weight. <laughs> that is going to be bup, 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 a five to hit. <laughs> that does not hit. It does not. But I do have two attacks. That is true. How many nets do you have? <laughs> um, hmm, I paid a, a decent amount of nets. I, <laughs> I have one last net. I got a bag full of nets. I will use my third and final net made out of edder cap teeth. Okay. Or chompers, as some would call them. Mandibles. Mandibles. And hope for the best. Mm, that is going to be a 13 to hit. That does not connect with the knoll, unfortunately. This just, there's just like a ticker tape parade of nets falling <laughs> on this guy. And he's ducking and weaving all of them. I'm going to move to where my nets have fallen. <laughs> Adjacent to the knoll? Yes. All right. That brings us to Wiley Doorknocker. Wiley is going to use his attack action to literally jump onto the forward positioned knees that gnolls tend to have mm -hmm. and grab him on the shoulder and immediately start slicing away at his tits as he screams, I'm going to leave all eight of your tatas and fucking tatters. I'm going to milk you for all you're worth. Got that tit lust. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to use my attack to grapple and then use my bonus action to just slash away at his nipples. Okay. Uh, do you want to use acrobatics or athletics for your... Athletics. And you have advantage for raging. I have athletics and I have expertise. So. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. So, Strong Dog's got some competizione. Not a bad roll. 24. That's better than my 19. Hell yeah. <laughs> so you've got your arm around this Knoll's neck. He's too big to fully wrap, but you've got him where it counts and you have him <laughs> in your power hold. Yeah, and then I'm just going to start slashing away at the nips. I'm going to go ahead and recklessly attack, because mm -hmm. who gives a shit? Sure. Not amazing, but that is 16? That hits. Okay. And then that's going to be sneak attack. Mm -hmm. Barbarian got a Abra. Always mm -hmm. be reckless attacking. That is going to be 16 damage. Same as last turn. Very consistent and very effective. <laughs> <laughs> the no leader is bleeding out. Remaining stalwart, lifting your full body off of the ground, but you can feel their legs starting to buckle from the blood loss. At the end of the initiative, two more gnolls come in, one from the back door and one from the front. I will remove every fucking boob in this room. <laughs> <laughs> it's knoll tit season. I gotta build my necklace of dog nipples. <laughs> <laughs> the one that comes in from the back used his move to get there, but he will end his turn by hurling a javelin at the police officer. Bring it on. That is 24 to hit. He brought it on. These beautiful fucking knoll. The jackal napes, five points of piercing damage. And as this knoll raises his giant two-handed club that looks like it used to be a stop sign that's been sharpened and pounded into random shapes Ooh. down on top of the gnome, there's the sound of heavy wheels rolling against hollow wood as a massive grand piano slams into him. Yes! The Thry Queen shoves his weapon off the edge of the stage. 
pinning the knoll with a, let's say, piano grapple check. <laughs> One of those, you know. What page is that on? Uh, the dry cream rolls pretty good athletics to push a piano on him. I assume he's proficient <sighs> in piano. I think so. Expertise Unfortunately, he's not restrained, but he does lose his actions for the turn being surprised by piano. <laughs> he breaks his way out of the top with wires and white and black <laughs> keys flying in every direction, just foaming at the mouth. <laughs> Boss, he put a piano on me! <laughs> not now! <laughs> and that brings us to the other jackal napes now that their last arriving friends have just gone. Uh, Wiley locks eyes with the big boy that he's holding on to and says, don't you fucking look at her. Look at me. Look at me when I kill you. I can't not. You're grabbing my face. <laughs> <laughs> the one that is between Din and Vivian is going to turn around to slash at Din, having seen you just knock one of his allies out in a very terrifying swift succession of strikes. One club, one bite. Bring it on. A critical and a 17. I have to stop singing. <laughs> Apparently you do. Jeez. 17 is my armor class, so that's a hit and a crit. Uh, nine damage from the club. Thankfully, uh -huh. I didn't roll crazy on that crit. And six from the bite. Rough. He doesn't get as many hits as you, but he's almost as impressive with the accuracy of his blows as you are. You haven't been bit this much in a long time. Ugh, you're aware that assaulting an office is a uh, felony. The knoll that is between Crud and Vernon is going to grab one of the nets off the ground and attempt to scoop you up in it like a little carp. <laughs> so he's just going to do like a physical grapple using the net. So you can do either Carpy damn. acrobatics or athletics to try to avoid his restraint. There's a lot of grappling in this fight, and I love it. Love oh, no. I mean, that's rules. a bar fight. What you got? 15. I beat you with a 17. Bye. So currently you are scooped up inside of this net. I'm going to say mm -hmm. you take one point of damage because you described them as being very sharp and bladed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is his whole turn, but he does have you in a very vulnerable position. Uh, and then last but not least is the leader who is currently getting choked out. He's just going to use all of his strength to try to pound at you and break free of the grapple. So an opposed athletics. Pretty good. Pretty good. Not amazing. Uh, 23 for me. That is a... Oh, fuck, that is a 16. So you gripped tight, got like a fistful of jugular, several stabs in, pushes you back down, your legs bump into the table leg, that, or your legs bump into the chair that you jumped out of, and he brings a bite down on your face. Does a 14 hit? Just, just. Just barely. Uh, so that's going to be eight damage reduced to four from raging. Beautiful. Bringing us to Vivian, whose fingers are still a tingle. Vivian is starting to look less sure. She's winded. She's starting to flail. But all she has to do is touch this son of a bitch. <laughs> I, I attempt to touch him again. Show me the touch. Uh, it's a five on the die, oh, which no. even at plus seven is 12. That just doesn't connect. They're too quick and well padded. Dana, Noel means Noel. Oh. That is it for me. Rolling like Wusha in a skill challenge. <laughs> All right, uh, that will bring us to Din. Is the jukebox still intact? Yes, it's over by the uh, pool table over there in the corner. Fantastic. <laughs> Seeing his allies faltering and Wiley doing exactly what Wiley needs to be doing, <laughs> Din realizes he might need to motivate his team. He's going to draw his hand crossbow from its holster mm -hmm. in his armpit and shoot the button on the jukebox to play 
our song. All right. <laughs> our song in the middle of a fight. Our song. <laughs> what kind of role would you like me to like me to make? A ranged attack roll with your crossbow. Sick. The AC of the jukebox is only eight, but the AC of the button is 12. Okay. I have disadvantage from being adjacent to an enemy, if I'm not mistaken, yeah? Yeah. Okay. 13, baby. All right. You hit B-17, which is Cobblestone Jungle, as one of your guys' favorite <laughs> favorite raging party songs starts playing through horrible old dented speakers. This song is about me! <laughs> You're goddamn right it is. I'm going to give everyone who hasn't taken it. On your next turn, everyone's under the influence of Bless. Hey. Oh, sick. I'm going to use my last attack to bash the knoll behind me. All right. Does a 21 hit. Oh, yes. Fantastic. Very much so. That is going to be 12 damage. Next in the initiative is Vernon. So I've been scooped up in my own net. You've been scooped. So at this point, I'm going to draw a... Hook horror hook, I guess, yeah. fashioned into more of a short sword mm-hmm. and stab it through the net and onto this thing's hand okay. so that it may perhaps drop me. A baby hook horror, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> a youngling. <laughs> a hook tremble at that point in time. <laughs> a hooklet. <laughs> tremble. <laughs> I would be making this with disadvantage because I am restrained. But that's a 12 and a 15 on the die. So that is going to be. So that is 18 to hit. That hits their AC. All right. It is going to do. Was the one who had me scooped up the one I hit with the net first? Correct. Correct? Okay. Then it is going to do an additional D4, and that is going to do seven points of damage. A thick, meaty null finger flings off to the ground as he drops the net, screeching in pain. But from that wound, there are going to be little claws, beaks, and hooks spreading over him. My ensnaring strike is still active. A strength saving throw is required. Terrifying. As the unhookening happens. (laughs) (laughs) That's a dog shit saving throw. I got a six. All right. And hookus pocus. Um, (laughs) Shut the fuck up. I gotta stop. They they are pocusing. I really love hookus pocus. (laughs) Um, That is going to do an additional two points of piercing damage, but they are now reverse restrained. Oh, no. (laughs) Tiny calcified hooks start growing from its fur and digging into its flesh pinning its arm to its chest and pushing it to the ground as its body becomes stiff. That's one action. That's one attack. You went full Hellraiser on that motherfucker. Seriously. <laughs> you have such delights to show. <laughs> now that they have lost a good amount of the range of motion, Crud is going to pull a limb back. It's just like a half-eaten hot dog holding a rusty tin can with sharp edges, <laughs> yeah. and he's going to bring it down like a mallet. Mm. The old dog mallet. I was going to say, wielding that great glizzy. Let's fucking go. (laughs) Let's see. That is uh, 17 to hit. That hits. Um, And it is going to do (laughs) the one on the die. Four points of damage. As the jagged, sharp can of empty beans slams into the (laughs) knoll's chest, with all of his strength, Crud pulls back his glizzy limb, and you can see a chunk of beating knoll heart inside of the can oozing out blood. As the knoll topples into a pile of nets oh. comfortably. The can is then just going to be slowly absorbed into the center of crud. <laughs> Save that for later. Save that for later. And then I guess it can still beat for a little bit. So you just see crud just undulating. bubbling, undulating. <laughs> Horrifying. I hate that a lot and good job. <laughs> Thank you for putting the phrase crud pulsing into my mind. <laughs> crud pulsing, mm-hmm. bubbling, and goes 
Perfect. That brings us to Wiley. Uh, he is not going to let this fucker get away. He's going to jump right back on top of him and keep going ham on his fucking teats. All right. Is this starting with a grapple again? Yeah. Are you going for the ham or the teats? The meat tits. That is a 22. That beats my 18 athletics. Okay. You remount. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get reckless again. You're going to fuck this dog. That is a 22. That, that stab's true. And get ready for that sneak attack. Not great. Uh, that is eight. Because I don't add my... I don't add my my damage... I don't add my strength to damage on a... Off on a bonus. Attack, right? Correct. Okay. Exactly. Just Unless you have the feet. You still add your rage damage. I do. Hey. Okay. All right. So that's 10. And a plus one dagger. Hey, that's 11. <laughs> all right. If this was a normal null, you would have felled it. But this one is, in fact, the leader. And he's a bit chonkier than his friends. But this is a fight he will not remember against this fucking raging howler monkey that will not <laughs> let him go. <laughs> and are you going to remain in the uh, upright position? Uh, I am going to... Locked and loaded. Yes. Grapple. Yes, yes. not going to move gonna, away or anything. I'm going to keep grappling him. Perfect. As the heartless knoll falls to the ground, there's an explosion of horrible snapping strings and twanging keys as another knoll leaps out and begins to wail on the gnome with a chunk of broken piano. There are a lot of silent Gs in this encounter. <laughs> he misses horribly. The chunk that he grabbed in particular was too fragile and basically falls apart before he even makes contact. You're just kind of impacted with a soft of piano strings. Uh, to defend myself, I'm just going to shout and point, disintegrate. <laughs> <laughs> the old bluff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he will respond to that by attempting to bite your pointing finger. <laughs> <laughs> That is a 15? That is not. I'm going to hide my little fingies behind my rust monster carapace shield. Okay. Tuck back your little grippers and keep them safe. <laughs> the top of the initiative is the initial jackal napes. All of them in horrible shape, but they are not done. The one that is between Vivian and Din is going to push the table over and attempt to snatch the cat that is hiding underneath it. So he just has to roll versus the cat's acrobatics to jump away, I guess. Um, cat's nimble. No, this knoll, massive paw, grabs it by the scruff and holds it up like a little trophy. It yowls and paws and tries to scratch at his fur to the best of its ability, but it just doesn't even feel it. And that brings us to the leader, who is just going to be punching Wily <laughs> with their action and then trying to bite you with their bonus action. Excellent. The punch... Is oh I have advantage because you are reckless. Yeah, you do. Two sevens on the die. Okay, great. Uh, does a fourteen hit? It does. Okay. <laughs> yeah, barbarian pew, AC. Pew, 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 pew. You mean HP? I don't have any armor on, so you know. Just what God gave you. So you're going to take two points of damage. That is halved. Hey. And then from the bite. That's already been halved. That has been halved. Correct. Two and four in total from the bite and the punch. Beautiful. I am bloodied. Same. <laughs> I think everyone but Piano Knoll is somewhat bloodied. That's about to say, I've been for a long time. <laughs> that brings us to Vivian. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay, my fourth fourth attempt with a plus seven. Stumbling towards the knoll that's holding the cat, Vivian says, Hey, haven't you heard? They grab back now. <laughs> <laughs> and you're blessed. Mm. We got yeah. our jam on. 25. 
Yes, indeed. Oh, the prophecy has come true. Okay, in addition, Vampiric Touch specifically is a melee spell attack. Mm-hmm. My channel divinity is when I make a melee attack, mm-hmm. I can add 15 necrotic damage. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so 12 damage on the dice plus 15 is 27 necrotic damage, and I heal half of that. <laughs> so you're playing a long game, really. <laughs> it's all the, the, slow, the slow burn payoff. The tip of your finger just barely crests the Null's skin, weaving its way through its armor, and for the slightest contact, there's a flash of black light as immediately these green ghostly strands pull up your arm, seeming to fill your muscles with vitality. And this decayed husk of a knoll, crumbling into tiny fractal pieces, falls to the ground as the cat lands with a very delicate... (laughs) Vivian smiles and breathes out a puff of green smoke before gently picking up the cat. I end my turn. That makes it Din's turn. Din, exasperated, says... Miss Deathrow, you should know better than everybody that murder is still illegal. (laughs) Don't tell my probation officer. (laughs) I do not envy that man. It only counts as murder after one minute has passed. (laughs) (laughs) Running up behind the Knoll leader, hoping not to implicate himself any further, Din is going to try to give him a good club for non-lethal damage. Okay. Fuck. Does a 14 hit his AC? No, it does not. It is so distracted with Wily all up in its tits. Oh, you are blessed for I the turn. Bless. I'm sorry. Don't roll a one. <laughs> I rolled a four. Hey. That does hit. Does an 18 hit his AC? Correct. Hey, look at that. Powered by our song, that's going to be nine damage. I'm so glad. Non-lethal. Non-lethal. All right. As you're locking eyes with this knoll that you're grappling, you see you hear this loud <laughs> on the back of its head, and it seems to teeter for a moment and then snap back onto its paws. It is hanging on by a fucking millimeter. I have a second attack. True. 21 versus his AC. Very good. Don't bother rolling damage. It has one hit point left to be knocked out. All right. There is a quick second, and you hear, you know the sound of skull cracking when you hear it. <laughs> as its eyes roll up into the back of its head, and the two of you, tip backwards onto the ground, you in the conqueror's position on top of it. <sighs> Looking down at you is Din Allman holding a club. I still got a job to do. My turn's over. Vernon? Vernon is going to retrieve the one usable net left, Maudron finger trap uh, <laughs> off the floor, and toss it at the knoll with the stop sign. Okay. Out of the piano and into the finger net. <laughs> Is that within five feet of me? Yeah, that's adjacent. They're just okay. dark squares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this will be at a disadvantage. Good. <laughs> but we're sharp and shooting. But you have bless. Ooh, but I have bless. Don't know how helpful. 14? No. <sighs> Do not hit the knoll. <sighs> then it is going to be Crud's turn. As this thing dodges out of the way of the one net, it will come into grasp of Crud's. Let's see. Crud's pan flute of rusty pipes. <laughs> and that is going to be a natural 20. Oh. Hell yeah. Crud came to fuck. He's going to say, 
crud swinging around that big old pipe organ, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Ooh. Crud going to do 18 points of damage. Ooh. Jesus Christ. Christ. An eight and seven? This Noel okay. is having a very bad instrument day. <laughs> At the end of the initiative is Wiley. Wiley locks eyes with Din. Bloody knife in hand, like he's ready to slash at you. And instead, he just drags it across the throat of the knoll. Had to be someone. And it's always got to be me, right? Maybe not today. He turns and immediately runs towards the other knoll. Okay. And as he goes, as a part of his move action, he's going to pull out a dagger and do an offhand attack on him. Okay. Reckless. 17 on the die. That will hit. And that's going to be a D4 instead of a D6. Did you roll your blush? <laughs> that is a 4, 4, 2. That is an 8. And I have my rage bonus for 2. That is 10. 10 damage. All right. This knoll looks like it was about ready to sprint and jump into the fight. And then suddenly you're in its face. <laughs> and there's a knife between its ribs. At the end of the initiative, after everyone is gone, the street continues to explode with life. As you see more lights pulling up, the door explodes inward as a group of gnolls comes tearing in, realizing that their allies have been missing for a little too long and they need backup. In my tactical opinion, I am fucked. <laughs> Wiley started the cutting, but I guess we gotta do the running. At the top of the initiative, there is a loud thud from behind the bar as one of the walk-in doors gets kicked open and Redmane Mikey leaps over it. He's no longer wearing his barman garb of an apron and a white shirt, but wearing some kind of bizarre bronze armor. And he has a two-handed claymore. And as it drags across the top of the bar, it ignites into flame. <laughs> his legs vanish and they're replaced with a vortex of burning red and his skin turns the color of heated iron. He says, we're closing early. Get the fuck out of my bar! And with a swing of the sword, an arc of fire fills the front door, scorching two of them and burning them to a crisp. And then he looks at the group of you and says, Get the hell out of here! Take the back exit! Don't look back! Detective Allman is going to run backwards, still facing the knolls at the door, and fire off a few quarrels from his hand crossbow, trying to provide enough distraction for Vernon to get out. Crud is going to inflate like a balloon, then immediately deflate, leaving a pool of glistening oil mm. all over the floor, <laughs> at which point both Crud and I are going to traverse the oil spill with dagger hands or daggers in hands. <laughs> and we slide towards the back exit. Very Looney Tunes. I love it. <laughs> Vivian immediately begins scooping up her things, grabbing her satchel, her coffee, while still holding the cat, and then arms full, starts booking it for the back exit. Wiley transfers his extreme motion into a quick baseball slide, cutting the very, very taut Achilles tendons of this particular knoll. When he comes back to his feet, he jams his knife into his mouth. Mm. But not enough to kill him. <laughs> As you hit the deck trying to slide under the snow, you see it hold its massive weapon up before you slice its tendon, and it rolls up like a window pane. <laughs> and it slams to the ground with a heavy thud as your allies step over it, piling through the back hallway to the exit. I'd say tell him about me, but I don't think that tone's going to work anymore. The four of you take to the street, cat in hand. The heat from the bar grows into an inferno behind you. 
A pair of gnolls see you making a run for it, but before they can chase you, there's an explosion of brick and glass blasting into the alley, knocking them off of their thunder bikes. You run. You run as fast and as hard as you can. And the city is alive tonight. The streets are singing the song of violence. There's a hunt afoot. Thunder bikers tear down empty streets. Police wagons erupt into spinning red and blue light sirens, shrieking of intent. You're bleeding. You'll die out here. You need to find a safe place to hide. And despite your better judgment, you know exactly where to go. The problem with secrets is they're flammable. The moment they're exposed to the air, they go up like a freaking firework. You try to pass them along too much, and the fire spreads. You try to smother them, and they manage to burn their way out. If I had my way, any time a secret fell into my lap, I'd let it burn me alive. Hold it close. Go up in the flames. But it never works that way. This is fire stolen from the gods, and the mortals will kill you for a taste of the flame themselves. And they think it's good for them, and they're never right. But the nice thing about fire, you learn how to use it, and you could burn even the gods themselves. Home is where you smile at your neighbors, happy to see them. Home is where you walk down the street without a care in the world. Home is where your family grows and thrives, and you feel like you belong. Dungeon City can be a dark and confusing place, and walking down the street can be putting your life on the line. Well, we dream of a better tomorrow. A tomorrow where we take a stand and fight to make this a place worth living again. The scales of power are fragile and keep tipping in the wrong directions. But if you dream of a home like we do, you've already cast your vote for Tomlin Hearthwell for Dungeon Master. Tomlin Hearthwell, a beating heart you can trust. Hail you cuties. I hope you're enjoying Dungeon City Episode 2. And I hope you're looking forward to seeing where the story goes. I look forward to reading your feedback on the Discord or in any online reviews. Season 3 of LUQ is just around the corner and we're all very excited. I hope you can join us for live premieres Monday night on our YouTube channel. And I hope you visit the Patreon soon to see all the great rewards we have to offer. Which will soon include the great music you hear in the background for Dungeon City. Which I had commissioned months and months ago. And I gotta admit, I really love it. I even listen to it in my free time. But for now, let's get back to the story. And I'll catch you in the next one. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. The bubbling of liquid and dusty beakers and the spinning of a large industrial fan cut through the silence. The room is cold as hell. 
The shelves are covered with alien devices, metal canisters labeled in sloppy ink. A pair of stiff dead bodies lay out on a medical table, with a blood-soaked sheet draped over them. Only their bare feet and tangled hair poke out. The sheet sag horribly in places, painting an awful picture of missing pieces. It wasn't a short road to get here. Taking back alleys and avoiding main streets makes moving through Dungeon City into a horrible game of stop and go. It's always a maze, but this time the Minotaurs are on the prowl. You hid behind a dumpster as a group of leather-clad witches tears through the sky overhead, their metal brooms leaving clouds of black smoke in their wake. You climb a fire escape to avoid a group of cops, waving torches down every hidden back street. You pass by walls covered in arcane graffiti, showing which district you're in and which one you're leaving, as long as you know what to look for. By the time you finally arrive, the blood loss, sweat, and stress has taken all the wind out of your sails. You haven't been to Stitcher's lab in a long time, hidden away in the top floor of a huge housing unit deep in New Goblin Town. Thankfully, the password hasn't changed in a long time. That or the goblin at the elevator recognized you. Either way, Stitcher was open for business. He adjusts the lens of one of his glowing machine eyes with a clicking needle finger and hovers over Vivian, sliding a needle back and forth, closing a nasty wound. With a flourish, he ties the fiber and snips it with his teeth, sucking the needle clean before dropping it into a tiny pot of boiling liquid. Smells like urine. Well, 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 that'd be the last of us. Right as rain and patched up like a winter jacket. <laughs> Thanks. We owe ya. No, no. You done any favors for us, Ditcher. I missed my friends, good friends. Too many favors. Been avoiding their teeth for a little while. <laughs> you find the teeth, you come to Stitcher and he patch them up. I think I got plenty in this mouth. And who is your little friend, tiny kitty puss? The cat seems to recoil as his needle finger comes near it. Wiley is just holding onto it tight. Is there any kind of a name on the collar of this cat? Or a collar? The cat is wearing a collar. And it looks like whatever information was on it before has been scratched over. And there is an address. Somewhere in the wargs. Not part of the job. Not part of the question. Not the kind of catnap I was expecting to take today anyway. And where is Bo? I have not seen Bo in so long. We were kind of hoping you would know where Bo was. No. I have not seen Bo in over a year. He must be staying safe. Last we saw him, in a crystal. He was getting into trouble. Thought there was a high chance that he maybe would come to you for patching up as well. Hmm. No, no sign of Bo here. Though I'm very surprised to see the four of you all together in one place again. Such a long time. We're not together. You're in my lab together. You come from the same fight, I guess, no? Hmm. Things with teeth? Things with clubs? Jackal napes, perhaps? I think you know better than to ask those kind of questions. But I'm so curious. But I, I close mouth. Din is going to look at the cat and say, Curiosity is bad for business right now. <laughs> and the creature, though. New friend? New pet? It looked familiar. You wouldn't happen to know why too many people are putting this up on a pedestal, do you? Where have I seen the cat before? Thank you, thank you, thank you. He starts going over to a desk and rummaging through a bunch of paperwork. 
there's random like clippings of newspapers and articles, even like coupons for nearby markets that are like pinned to his little cork board. Detective Allman is good at his job. I have the observant feet, and my passive perceptions and insight are crazy high. Is there anything troubling looking on his desk? There are 20 each. You're certain that some of the jobs that Stitcher has been doing since last you saw him, which wasn't odd for the time you used to work with him, is very illegal. Uh, especially some of the items tucked away on the shelves. They're labeled with street names for very powerful arcane and alchemical drugs. Uh, you know he uses them both as a treatment tool and as a side income. He's staring out the window at all the noise buzzing down in the street as he's shuffling through papers. Ah, oh, the streets are so noisy tonight, are they not? I haven't seen this much action since back when the finger got bombed. <laughs> Gangs all over the city. On the move. I wonder what it is they are looking for. Or perhaps who. Ah, here it is. This is where I see Cat. And he holds up for you a familiar campaign poster. You gotta be fucking kidding me. The words vote Leish, vote power, stand over a heroic painting of Ulysses Leish, the current dungeon master of the city. A horrible arcane skeleton with a beautiful toupee and a business suit holding a gorgeous white cat with yellow eyes. Wiley is now holding the cat out towards Viv. Take it, 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 take it. I take the cat. You all saw it. I didn't touch it. It came to me. Are they like pigeons? If we just let him go, is he going to find his way home? I certainly hope not. I hate getting embroiled in politics like this. Fortunately, I'm not here to collect evidence. <sighs> yeah? I'm sorry to bother you, ma'am. Uh, we noticed that you were uh, using a few spell slots recently and wanted to make sure you needed to update your account. Is everything okay? Yeah, it was a uh, business dinner. No big deal. <laughs> Just doing a demo. Uh, would you like us to take this out of your vacation slots? Fuck no. <sighs> All right, just have to cross all the T's and dot the I's. Uh, well, have a safe night. Click. Now, here's the question on my mind. Are we taking this thing back to Leish or keeping it from him? We ain't doing shit. You are welcome to do whatever you want to do. You work for the city. I work for an insurance company. And this, he holds up his hands, covered in blood, this is against my parole. Puck, I knew the fucking second I saw you this was going to happen. God damn it. Look, I'm past the point of hanging blackmail over people's heads, so I'm going to be real clear. I don't want to come after you, and I'm not saying that I'm going to go out of my way to do it. However, we left a trail wider than even the most novice detective could follow. I believe at one point, business cards were thrown. I'm in fucking Goblin Town. I live here. <laughs> They're not going to find me for shit if I don't want to be found. And who gives a shit? My name doesn't matter. I can figure something out. Your name doesn't matter until it becomes a convenient scapegoat. Willoughby is itching his arms. Why would Bo give us a cat? Why would Bo want to shift suspicion away from himself? Hey, man. Nahum. You sure? Don't fucking throw your goddamn suspicions around. Like it's, like it's something you can just pass on to other people. He's never done us wrong. He's had a lot of opportunities. He didn't do this. He's trying... I don't... 
I don't know what he's trying. I don't care. I don't give a shit. Yeah, you're the cop. Go ahead. Go ahead and be suspicious of our friend. The guy who brought us in here, the guy who saved our lives. Who gives a shit? Yeah, just. Hmm. This is one of the few rare occasions where I agree with Wiley. I also agree. For Bo, everyone else always came first. Yeah. Mm. Ooh, that's, that's, that's the content right there. The big content. <laughs> Wiley pulls out a cigarette and walks over to one of the beakers, hovers over it for a second like he's going to dip it in, and then stops himself and lights it. Stitcher's eyes light up as you move towards the product. Anything I can deploy you off the shelf? Stay out of this, pusher. Wiley is visibly shaking, his eyes darting back and forth. He's still scratching his arms as he takes the first drag. Uh, nah, I'm good. I'm fucking fine. He sits down with a heavy sigh, and you can see weakness in his muscles. Look, I'm not here on the job. I'm not here professionally. When the fuck aren't you on the job? What cop isn't on the job every single fucking second they're alive? Like you're not just waiting to sling fucking tickets to every single Tom, Dick, and Harry you see on the street. The precinct has become blurred. There are people there who wish to see this all come pouring down. And frankly, I can't tell you which side of the line I've been working on for the past gods know how long. What I can tell you is that I've known Bo for a very very long time. Longer than all of you. I've seen him get his hands dirty. And he got ours dirty in kind. I've seen him roll on people to make certain that he can get saved. That hasn't happened for a long, long time. But it's well within his character. Doesn't matter. We owe him anyway. Even if he fucked us, we're just gonna have to take it. See, Wiley, now I agree with you. We owe him. We have to see this to the end of the line. As they say this, the lights of the lab reflect off of the collar hanging on the cat's neck. 788 Longship Boulevard, scratched in Bo's handwriting. Can you just silence that? What? Yes, um, pardon me. Is there a W door knocker? What the fuck kind of question is that? According to this, you're within the proximity of one Willoughby door knocker. Anyone with perhaps an arcane bracelet around their ankle? Look, I haven't done collections in 15 years. What exactly are you looking for? This is his parole officer. He hasn't checked in, and it's way past the due date. What fucking date is it? Oh, does anybody have the date? Does anybody have the date? Do you have a calendar? Uh, Arctos the 9th. Fuck, 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 fuck. Hey, one second. Hey, can you kindly shut the fuck up? Sorry. Uh... Yeah, what, is, uh, what does this guy look like? Uh, kind of like a guy who's been drugged behind a wagon down a long road for a few miles. <laughs> okay, I'll let you know if I see him. Willoughby extends his hands and starts kind of clapping with one of them. I will hand you the scry phone. He takes it, looks at it, looks at the back, gives you the old OK symbol. Hey, bud. Wiley. Hey, how you doing? You know, there's no one else that I can manage to smell over the phone. <laughs> I mean, what are you talking about? I've been showering. I'm talking about the smell of trouble. <sighs> yeah, no, I mean, it's, I mean, hey, I'm just doing my thing. 
Uh, I I completely lost track of time. I I thought it was the sixth. You know the you know the nine and the six. How they do the upside down thing? It's no big deal. I uh, do, what do you need from me, Wiley? The city is alive with news tonight. All kinds of shit going down. I heard about a little altercation that happened at a place called the Sanctuary. And mm. we've mentioned that place many times. Your old stomping grounds, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure they have a picture of you on the wall. Uh, you know, I don't know if that's a sanctuary. Uh, I've been to the cathedral. Is that the one you're talking about? No, I'm talking about the sanctuary. The transept. The slums. The bar. Mm. Oh, you're talking about the nave. Yeah, no, the nave. Uh, that's the one. What I'm getting is you've been to a lot of bars lately. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I'm not. I'm not out there drinking or anything. You know, you just gotta. You know, you know the risks you take when you're when you're when you're recovering. You just kind of put yourself into a place where you might be at risk of doing something stupid. But it's really just to kind of give you a little bit of a relaxation, kind of just make you feel a little bit of comfortable for a yeah, while. Yeah, it's fine. Wiley, calm down. Mm -hmm. Why am I calling you on a high-ranking mid-tech cleric phone? Because you missed my voice, <laughs> Wiley. I'm turning your ankle up to a seven for the next eight days. Hey, come on. Come on. So play it safe and play it smart, and I'll check in with you next week at four o'clock. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you, sir. I will be there. At my office. Your office. Yep. Uh, bye. He puts the phone in his jacket pocket. <sighs> Sorry about that. So things have been going well, huh? You know, sometimes you just want to be around... You know, fun people. <laughs> I love my girl, but, you know, she's getting all up on my fucking ass about a couple of beers, and I just needed to be around some fun, you know, just for a minute. I didn't ask for an excuse. Look, you got a week to check back in? Mm. And we need you sharp tonight. The fuck is that supposed to mean? Din is going to carefully look through the different shelves and vials here and pull out a syringe full of ice knife. Mmm. It'll be out of your system by then. No, it won't. It won't be out of my fucking system by then, because I'll have already done more. I'll have gone to Stitcher here and grabbed myself some picks. I would have gone up the street and got some white gorgon, and you bet your sweet fucking ass I'd be having a more than one beer. I... <laughs> do you want that, or do you want to be on the receiving end of Leish? <sighs> However, if you're on top of your game, our options look a little bit better. He takes the syringe and shoves it in his pocket. If it gets to that, I'll probably be bit. It's probably because I'm going to be dead by tomorrow, so we'll see. Choice is yours, Wiley. I'll put it on your tab. Thanks. Great. Tabs. Two for one special on White Gorkin. Stitcher, don't make me come back here. Hey, uh, do you happen to have a spare backpack lying around? Uh, yeah, let me look up. Mm -hmm. He rummages around and there's like a cloth tote bag that has like some wet groceries in it. What the hell is backpack code for? <laughs> Dumps it upside down. <laughs> Viv looks it over, pulls out a sharp knife, cuts a handful of holes in it. <laughs> You're making a kitty papoose? A purpoose, if you will? And starts hooking it around Wiley's body oh backwards, taking <sighs> her phone back while she's at it. Once it's situated on front of his chest, she slips the cat into it. <sighs> that helps. I heard about having a monkey on your back, but this is something new. Uh, yeah, I needed that. Give me the fucking Gorgon. I'm not going to use it. I just need it just in case. Passes you a little jar. 
puts it in one of the little side pouches on the cat bag, <laughs> takes everything out of its pockets, puts them in there, and takes off his jacket and throws it into the corner. Are you about to do bumps off of a kitty? I'm not doing a bump off nothing. He pulls out both of his knives, gives him a bit of a flourish. Where are we going? Well, I guess we know where the snakes are hanging out. And I'm not done draining them in this city. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you ever think about the things you say sometimes? I don't, I don't mean it like that. I, I, I'm, not the, I'm not done milking snakes. Let's just go there. How's the novel coming? My typewriter broke. <laughs> uh... Patched up and with a plan of action. The four of you descend the rusty old elevator out of Stitcher's building and make your way out of New Goblin Town, slowly and carefully. He wasn't kidding. The city's alive. Sirens blare in all directions and flashing lights indicate street closures all over. You think you know a clear path to get to the wargs. And sneaking around town as carefully as you can, you make a fair bit of progress. It isn't until you reach Halberd Avenue that things go sideways. You see ahead at a major intersection a large crowd has formed. Hex angels, mudcocks, and jackalnapes. They all seem to be squared off in a turf war waiting to explode. You try to turn back to avoid the powder keg, but the alley you came from is already blocked by a police wagon. A figure steps out of it and slowly makes his way towards you all, calmly, twirling a metal club in his slimy pink fingers. Lieutenant Clubhook is a beat cop that's been pounding the crime out of hoodlums since you were all young. His twisting tentacles massage themselves, like a mustache curling itself. Well, bless my immortal soul. Never in all my life did I expect to see a lot of you back together again. But where's the fifth? I don't see little Bo nowhere. Maybe he's hiding in the shadows. Maybe you're keeping him safe. Not to jump to any conclusions. Where are y'all off to tonight? On a night like this, don't you know Dungeon City's a dangerous place at night? Especially with all this madness about. I'm just walking the cat. Listen, Clubhook, we're on the job. My informant, medical examiner, Brett Ketcher, they got specific roles. They got specific needs. We don't need to turn this into a thing. Well, if the dossier makes any sense, the last time the four of you worked together, it was quite against the terms of the police code. Is that the code you fixated on? Now calm down, everyone. Just calm down. There's no need to be sharpening your daggers. I'm just walking the cat. Then why don't we just get you all back to the station to answer some questions and maybe find a nice, safe place for you and your kitty to stay for the night. Doesn't that sound nice? <clears throat> Sorry. Got a pork allergy. <clears throat> any other day and any other time, my ill-mannered associates and I would be happy to. Tonight, though, tonight's not that night. Looks like you got a bigger problem here anyway. And why should I go with a crooked cop like you, Clubhook? A voice emerges from the shadows as a group of four officers in DCI uniforms approaches. DCI? Yeah, there's Dungeon City Investigations and Dungeon City Police. You DCP cops are rotten to the core. You keep yourselves busy. Cleaning away the messy streets tonight. Why don't you leave these VIPs to us? Clubhook grabs his forehead angrily. Bloody cobblegangers! You lost get out of here! You don't have jurisdiction in these parts no more! Stop playing at games or I'll have a call for backup! Sounds like some grace you should take, Clubhook. Sounds like we should be uh, heading out of here, too. You're not leaving with them, and you're not leaving without me! Don't worry. That won't be a problem. 
turning to the gangers that just showed up. Boys, I can take it from here. Roll me a persuasion check. I'm going to flash my badge and give myself advantage. Mm -hmm. Not good. How does an 11 sound? You give the command. There's a waning sense of authority hanging in the air. And there's silent tension between Clubhook, the Coppelgangers, and the four of you. But it seems like this confrontation has drawn the attention of some of the nearby gang members up the street. And you see clearly a pink-faced knoll with bandaged limbs and all of the fur burned off of his head and chest point a bloody finger. That's them! They're the ones! I'm just walking a cat! The moment of silence ends as every head turns towards your group in the last moments of peace before Halbert Avenue turns into Bedlam. A war unlike any in recent memory has come to the streets of Dungeon City. There's a bounty. A whisper of dead or alive followed by enough zeros to even make Undercity step into the streetlights. All the gangs know about it. Different sectors and police forces know about it. Even the Holy Towers are buzzing. And one thing's for certain. They care just as much about getting the reward for themselves as they do from stopping their enemies in receiving it. We're going to enter a skill challenge. And your objective is to get away from this explosion of chaos and gang war alive. All right. Thunderbikes explode to life. Brooms shoot in every direction, followed by arcs of lightning. Crossbow bolts fill the air. Blades are drawn. And battle cries are shouted. At the top of the skill challenge, we have Din. Reading the situation. Din is going to use his detective's instinct to try to predict where the bulk of the violence is going to be to guide his allies away from that. I'm going to make an insight check on the situation and see if I can suss out what's about to happen. Please do. Nut nards. Hell yeah. That is going to be a 21 total. Hey. Not bad. Nut nards is apparently good. Nut nards. Not whoosh out today, baby. You've trained in a lot of combat scenarios, especially when there's gang wars or protests or some kind of street violence hitting the public. You take that and you multiply it by 20 for this. And you manage to see a path. Heads down, this way. Next up is Wiley. He immediately sprints the direction that he points, like so fast you can't even believe it. He looks like he's running from the cops, which is exactly what he's doing. <laughs> That's an 11. Oh, An 11. You do run crazy fast from the cops. They're immediately on you. They're all around you. It's a bad situation, but you don't quite look where you're going. You just saw the finger point. You immediately <laughs> walk into the center of three hex angels charging an arcane spell. I'm just walking a cat! <laughs> Next up, we have Vernon. Vernon Decimus is going to use wisdom carpenter tools, perhaps? <laughs> to try and deconstruct some of the terrain around the here and maybe cause a bit of chaos, some debris falling, okay. a fire escape getting in the way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a load-bearing trash can. That's a load-bearing dumpy. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and give me the roll and we'll see how it goes. That is going to be a 21. All right. With your stature, it's difficult to get up onto the bottom rungs of a nearby fire escape, but thankfully there is a dumpster and your large pet to help you. You leap up and hand over hand make your way to the first floor, and you see a very important support rod that is holding up the rest of the fire escape. With a couple of quick, swift rotations of the wrist and some tools, 
the bar falls to the ground, and floor by floor, the emergency fire escape begins to collapse into the alley, directly <laughs> on top of the group of police officers. You jump into the garbage for safety. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to Vivian. Miss Vivian throw. As all of this chaos ensues, Vivian is going to use her medicine skill to look at these cops and decide which ones look the slowest. <laughs> because that is the side I'm going to favor as I run. Okay. This guy's got coronary waiting to happen. <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen. All right. You're going off of instinct at this point, trusting your gut, but you're pretty sure Club Hook's been working a double. So you think if you can zip past him, he's not going to snatch you in time. And you do manage to make your way towards the direction of safety that Din has alerted the group to. Back to the top. We're at Din once more. Taking advantage of the malleable nature of his form, Detective Din Ullman is going to use acrobatics to try to weave his way through trouble. Mm. Not good, Eleven. Mm. All right, you... Charge into the chaos, weaving behind a muscular witch, coming out looking like a knoll, jumping behind one of the stacks of goblins riding upon each other's shoulders, come out looking like a leather-clad street warrior, and you lose control of your own shape-shifting and topple headfirst into a very large ogre. <laughs> I don't suppose I could offer you a pardon. All you see is a large foot being raised up and a shadow being cast over you. <laughs> that brings us to Wiley. Wiley knows to go to ground. And that's exactly what he's going to do. He's going to look for the nearest sewer access that he can find and use thieves tools to try and pop that lock, get us inside so we can get moving. All right, let's see your thieves use tools. I'm going to make this strength thieves tools because this is a very heavy piece of metal. Fair enough. Let's see how it goes. That is uh, not right. There we go. That is a 19. Woo. 19. These tools are built for slightly more delicate work, but they're made well, and you can use them as a fulcrum to help get this heavy metal sewer grate lid. Let me just get my thieves' tools, pulls out a crowbar. <laughs> and with a bit of effort, you begin to remove the heavy lid from the manhole. That brings us to Vernon, safe in the arms of trash. So Vernon is going to army crawl through the garbage on the gutters, and sneak his way towards one of these arcane lampposts. Mm -hmm. This is your favorite train. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The garbage. The gutter. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to give you all my good berries here. You, you don't want no part of that. Nope. But I'm next to one of these arcane lampposts. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use my artificer's lore mm -hmm. to like hotwire it so that it just grows brighter and brighter. Until it like flashes and breaks. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully creating a di diversion, a distraction so that we can all get into the sewers without being noticed. Sure. I will shout to my friends, there's a Medusa in the doorway. <laughs> Old party code. Yeah. Mm hmm Let's see the roll. That's going to be a 24. Ooh. Hell yeah. This is not the first street lamp you've hotwired. Wiley covers the cat's eyes before his own. <laughs> Unfortunately for many of the participants in this street war, they are nocturnal creatures. And the immediate presence of a very bright light blinds them momentarily. And those who can see in the light are then startled and look up and there's an explosion and glass rains down. You have a clear path. We will end with Vivian. 
Vivian the Throw has had a day. And now, with all that's happened at this time of night, she finally starts to remember who she used to be. Tearing the arms off of her suit jacket, (laughs) she unties her necktie and ties it into a headband around her head. Holy shit. What kind of Sailor Moon transformation is this? (laughs) She smears blood beneath her eyes, and when anyone approaches, she gives them the look. I would like to roll intimidation. (laughs) Absolutely. Please. She gives them a fucking corporate Rambo. (laughs) Not one. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, that's not good in a skill challenge. Ooh. I was going to say, one of the only ways you could tip the scales of the skill challenge is by rolling a one. Oh, my God. But at the end of the day, that is five successes versus four failures. Mm. The bloodshed and madness behind you fades, just barely, as your group manages to let the distraction of the all-out war give you a moment to break free, and you see your escape route under the city that you call home. It's a path none of you have had to take for quite some time. But in desperate times like this, it's one you believe you can count on. When you're a kid and something goes bump in the night, gives you a scare, you can always count on the safety of your old blanket pulled snug over your head to keep the forces of evil at bay. When you're a warrior on the battlefield, you count on your trusty shield to turn blades and block arrows. When you're a lowlife in Dungeon City, you can always count on the sewers to get away from the hustle and bustle of the deadly nightlife. Especially when your dance card's a little too full. Sure, the smell's less than ideal. Some of the local inhabitants don't take kindly to strangers. But I'll take a quick parlay with a frogman and tiptoe around an okra jelly any day over dealing with the fuzz. You could be a crime boss worth your weight in gold, or a street urchin who just stole a rope of sausages from an angry Duragar. The sewers are the great equalizer. And in a place like this, a little equality goes a long way. Fuck. Time to get dirty. Gang war. I forgot to describe more of the cool gangs doing crazy shit, but. (laughs) That's okay. If you want, you can quickly record some of that now and we can just cut it back in. We're surviving despite my dice. (laughs) You're telling me stealing sausage links was on the table? I was going to say, like, I want to steal a string of Duragar sausage. That sounds awesome. You know they're like pitch black blood sausage. We should have been fucking meat thieves this whole time. I mean, you have a cat. We do. Yikes. Mm. <laughs> Don't eat the cat. Delicious. Don't eat the cat. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, any favorite moment? It feels weird in a one shot, but we're so used to it. And that's, well, yeah. gotta be yeah. something. We gotta I do it. We gotta do it. Momos. Angela, you wanna steal the first one? Hmm. Still? Just gonna st- I think Stitcher just as a whole. Mm. Stitcher was pretty great. That's a that's a good character. Being a little curious, being a little picky. <laughs> Not enough doctors suck the needles after these. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. That was, mm-hmm. that was, I think exactly enough doctors suck the needles. <laughs> <laughs> In Dungeon City? <laughs> I didn't go full Goblin Hospital. <laughs> oh, no. Hints of it were there, though. Just Hobgoblin Doctor. <laughs> I'm, I'm very sorry to the community. You'll never really know the, the, the beauty of the Goblin magic. Hospital. One day. The enchantment. A one shot coming, I don't know. 
like, eh, like we an feel episode like of ER. God, yeah. it's such a good idea. Like just Grey's Anatomy, but Goblin Hospital. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, that's my favorite Momo. Stitcher, foreshadowing Goblin Hospital. Yes. I gotta go with fucking Wiley resisting the siren song of whatever drugs he was all around. Mm-hmm. That moment was cool as hell. Yeah, but he still took him though. He still took him. He still got him. He, he took him, but he didn't take him. That's possession. He took him, but he didn't take sunshine him. Sunshine in his pocket. Mm. <sighs> I loved that. That was fun. Yeah. I uh, I liked the conversation with your parole officer. <laughs> <laughs> Like that that whole bit was very fun. I'm trying I'm trying really hard to play him like an actual, you know, drug addict and I don't want to I don't want to perfectly take my lines. I want to kind of feel like he's vamping a little and just trying to like fill time and he's like, "I'm thinking." And like even if you're trying to get straight, some people just you can't stop being X amount of fuck up. Yeah. It's like used to like, "God damn it, not again." <laughs> I think my favorite moment was as a DM Trusting the players to do a certain thing where I know you all can have conflict where it sounds like, no, no matter what, I'm not doing this. But also being like, but here's why I have to in the story and moving on. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yes. Conflict with direction. Uh, I think for me, it's how incredibly tight we've been. Yeah. Like every second has been clean and smooth. The combat, the skill challenges, everything went great. But I think above all, my favorite moment is literally Laws Foley and his ability to make the scene feel alive. It's like if I could just have him full time sitting there on the mic ready to just constantly be dropping like, you know, sword sounds and shit like that. One, it would save us money on having to get like, you know, audio shit. But, you know. Well, this has been a lot of fun and it's true. We were feeling a little tight. The first episode was a lot of hums and haws. But considering we've never played any of these characters before, we're doing pretty good. It's true. And I'm excited for the next two episodes revealing even more of the facts of what's happening in Dungeon City. Thank you, Hediger the Ediger and Brie Golden for the maps. But until next time, we'll keep it shitty in the city. <laughs> <laughs>